W-O-V-U-L-P Cleveland. Yes, we are excited. We are getting hot. Welcome to Jumpstart Fridays on WOVU 95.9 FM. I am your host, T.C. Lewis, and we are jumping. It's Jumpstart Friday. Some of our friends from Jumpstart are here with us. I hope that you are having a wonderful day. I hope that you got some good rest. You drank some clean, fresh water. You ate some good food, and, uh, you know, you're able to think some really clean, good, fresh, clear thoughts as you contemplate taking that jump, that leap into entrepreneurship. You know, as the times keep changing, there's so many resources, so many ways to access information and opportunities for starting your business. Look, everybody's talking about a side hustle. Make your side hustle perhaps your main hustle. And seek out the people in the leadership at Jumpstart. You know what I'm saying? Jumpstart uh, is an organization made up of diverse entrepreneurs, investors, and business experts who believe entrepreneurs and innovation clustered in thriving ecosystems can transform lives and communities. We'll, you know, that's a lot of words. We'll unpack that as we uh, get into our conversation with our wonderful guests, but you can get more information about Jumpstart at jumpstartinc.org. That's jumpstartinc.org slash W-O-V-U. Don't forget that part, jumpstartinc.org slash W-O-V-U. Shout out to Vicki McDonald and Tasia Ducksworth. You can never go wrong when a Ducksworth is in the room or on the email chain or on the Zoom call. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to Tasia. Um, so we're having a good time. Uh, again, I'm T.C. Lewis. So let me just go ahead and introduce our guest for today from the Jumpstart family on the line, patching in by phone. Uh, extremely socially distanced. We'll say physically distanced because socially we are together. Uh, Chris Smith is here with us from the Jumpstart team. He is a se- the senior deal flow manager. He uh, is the senior onboarding resource for applicants seeking services and or, I love a good and slash or, investment from Jumpstart and its network of partners His role involves engaging with early stage and small business clients, identifying their service needs, providing value-added feedback, maintaining continued engagement with clients and partners to track continued progress made and making referrals within Jumpstart within the NEO ESP network. We'll ask him to break that down, whatever that is. And to (laughs) our 
other <laughs> external service partners. I think I just answered my own question. Christopher received his master's in public administration from Kent State University. Go Flashes. Welcome to the show, Chris Smith. Thank you so much. Thank you. How are you Thank feeling you today? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it feels great. It's some uh, sun outside, so you can't go wrong when it's a sunny day in Cleveland. You cannot go wrong with that. Always a home run. And also with me in studio at Station 7201 Kinsman Road. Remember, you can not only hear us uh, on Jumpstart Fridays on WOVU 95.9 FM on your terrestrial radio dial, but you can also access us on our uh, website, WOVU.org and the WOVU mobile app. Just go ahead and give it a tap in every Friday, but also 24-7. You can uh, tap into us here with Jumpstart Fridays. We have wonderful conversations. Uh, so I digress, though. Our in-studio guest, socially distanced as appropriate, that's socially distanced. Physically distanced. Thank you, because we are socially close. You know what I'm saying? Because I hear this lady's name all the time due to a wonderful friend of mine, friend of family, the W over you, but shall remain nameless, because we're going to focus on Angela Flowers. She is here in studio. She is the co-founder of Making a Difference Consulting. She is a licensed independent social worker in the state of Ohio, a community activist, a life coach, a motivational speaker, a grant writer, a program developer, a unicorn, a fairy dust maker. You know, what else can she not do? She speaks and facilitates conversations with children and teens on topics that include self-esteem, bullying, suicide, depression, sexual abuse, and witnessing violence. Angela has created Divas, demonstrating inner value acceptance. Oh, what a wonderful acronym. Oh, and self-worth. Let's not forget that. And she also has the Boys to Men support groups for youth to help them identify their inner strengths, talents, and worth. She recently released her first children's book, Footprints in the Sky, which focuses on grief. She is an entrepreneur, co-founder of Making a Difference Consulting, and in private practice uh, with the Children and Family Therapeutic Solutions. Angela Flowers, welcome to Jumpstart Fridays on WOBU. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> Great to have you back. I especially love the fairy dust. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> Sprinkle that fairy dust on our community. You know what I'm saying? So uh, it's Jumpstart Friday. I'm excited. So uh, Chris, Angela, welcome uh, to the program. Appreciate you being uh, with us here and on the line. So um, Chris, we'll start with you. Uh, tell us, you know, you are... Um, the senior deal flow manager at Jumpstart. I know I gave a lot of fancy words about it, but in a nutshell, tell us just exactly what you do. Yeah. So uh, again, thank you for having me on this morning. It's a great show. Love your energy and 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 everything that you're doing. So um, my role uh, at Jumpstart is is really engaging the clients that are coming through the front door. So they apply. And I'm usually uh, one of the first individuals that they'll uh, reach uh, alongside uh, my, my co-partner, uh, Gabrielle Warshe. And uh, we typically go through this process of, of, of better understanding what the entrepreneur is doing. Typically, I like to go through a few points of like who you are, what you're doing, why you're doing it, uh, how you're currently getting things done, and what you need 
uh, to help you make uh, more progress. And in between all that and, and that discovery and learning, uh, we're identifying resources that can actually help them, uh, you know, based on what stage they're in. So we're, we're learning, uh, identifying resources, and, and communicating how the network actually works and what their next steps are going to be. Uh, so that's pretty much my role. I also do some business advising and supporting entrepreneurs, uh, mainly on the tech side, uh, but I do also support uh, on the non-tech side uh, when, when, when needed. Awesome. Awesome. So, Angela, I'll move it over to you again. Welcome to the show and welcome back to WOVU. Thank Uh, you. Yeah, absolutely. So um, you are an entrepreneur. You're a social worker. Um, Tell us your connection to Jumpstart. Actually, um, I'm a part of the Jumpstart family. I was in their cohort um, back in 2016. And it was the Core City cohort. Uh And so that's how I became connected to the resources, the fabulous resources that Jumpstart has, as well as being connected to additional investors, investments, but then marketing opportunities as well. So Making a Difference Consulting is a... um, a youth-based organization and Jumpstart actually helped me to redefine our business Mm -hmm. and to actually scale up. So I went to Jumpstart and um, became a part of the Core City program because I was at a standstill with the business, with growth, and needed some strategic planning and some other um, information just to learn as an entrepreneur what resources were available to me, but also how to scale and grow. And Mm -hmm. so Jumpstart provided that for me, and I have continuously been a part of the Jumpstart family um, and just expanding networks, but also um, letting other entrepreneurs know about the services there because they are there to help. Yeah, awesome, awesome. So um, the Core City Impact Program, that is the, uh, that's what you're talking about, right? Yes, The cohort that you are a part of. Yes. Yeah, and so applications, just the the application window for the, I guess, uh, upcoming cohort has just closed on January 25th. Um, Chris, tell us, you know, what those applicants uh, and those who will be chosen from that application pool can expect um, as they move through, I believe it's a 12-week program. It's really intense. Chris, tell us all about it. Yeah. So, um, you know, it is an intense program and and entrepreneurs like Angela, uh, who's gone through it, you know, can, uh, you know, testify to you know it's it's not just something that's like easy and you're just going to blow through it so it's it's 12 weeks and it's an opportunity for the entrepreneurs to really work on the business you know you're spending a lot of time working for the business doing this and the third uh but this is a unique opportunity to really work on the business uh through this program so you're going to uh you know dive into things uh that helps you better understand your customer uh, helps you better understand your sales funnel helps you better understand your marketing strategies, uh, help you, you know, go through and, and, and look at your financials a little more uh, closely and have a better understanding around that and, and projecting and, and, and the direction that you're going in uh, in the future. So it's, it's very unique. You get matched up with uh, some very good advisors uh, as well. So you're not just going through it, uh, you know, by yourself with just the, the, the program director. It's, it's, you know, the director and then also advisors uh, from various organizations with certain uh, expertise that's helping you along the way. And then, you know, you get this great opportunity to compete for some cash at the end that's going to really help your business. But importantly, you know, at the end, you're not left hanging. Uh, you are connected 
uh, to the entrepreneurial ecosystem. Uh, you know, you're going to stay connected with Jumpstart as Angela, you know, she continues to leverage us and use us for her business needs. She has questions and she engages all the time. And we love it. I mean, she does an awesome job and has done an awesome job with her business, but also realizing uh, that, you know, we're a resource. Uh, so uh, there's a lot of things going on during the program. And then after the program, there's continuous engagement and helping out with uh, additional resources. Great, great, great. So it is Jumpstart Friday on WOVU 95.9 FM. You just heard the voice of Chris Smith. He is the senior deal flow manager at Jumpstart. He is the the first face, the first voice you may hear, uh, or probably the second, because, you know, sometimes Lamont Mackley likes to step in there and uh, <laughs> engage the folks, you know, after you uh, <laughs> break through the, uh, you know, take that first step across the threshold of Jumpstart services. And those are happening. I'm playing the wrong music. <laughs> <laughs> Those are happening um, uh, virtually now, right? Like over the phone or uh, through yeah. virtual meetings as we continue to uh, stay safe um, it through as we move through the pandemic. But moving through it with grace and swiftness and being informed and educated and supported. That is what Jumpstart is all about, supporting our entrepreneurs right here in Cleveland and throughout Northeast Ohio. So Christmas is going to tell us more about that, but we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, um, let's learn more about Angela Flowers, what she does, her work in the community and making a difference consulting and her entrepreneurial journey. Yes, Miss Flowers, sprinkle that fairy dust all over us, please, as we move through Jumpstart Friday, this Friday on WOVU 95.9 FM. I'm TC Lewis. We'll be right back. You'll be right back. Stay tuned. Get out your pen and paper so that you can take down some notes. Because if you are looking to make that jump, you are in the right place. Check out Jumpstart at jumpstartinc.org slash W-O-V-U. And stay tuned. We'll be right back. We make black history daily on WOVU 95.9. Our voices united. A Burton Bell Car community radio station. WOVU 95.9 FM. Our voices united salutes Black History Month. Fannie Lewis was born in 1926 in Memphis, Tennessee. Before entering a career as a councilwoman, Lewis was a cosmetologist and also worked in laundry. After marrying her husband, they moved to Cleveland in 1951, where she served as the Ward 7 representative for the Cleveland City Council for 30 years. She devoted much of her career to helping revitalize her ward, along with the greater Cleveland neighborhoods, especially after the 1966 Huff Riots, which sparked from rising tensions leading to four African-American deaths. After the riots, Lewis spoke to 1,700 deployed National Guard troops and advocated for increased funding in order to help revitalize the Huff community by improving housing and building stores to attract businesses. Her efforts with restoring the Huff community helped further her career as a councilwoman. In 1969, Lewis became a recruiter for the Neighborhood Youth Corps, a project to help people find work. In 1979, Lewis was elected to city council and began her first term the following year. 
One of her early contributions as a council member came in 1982, when she worked to stop the demolition of public housing in Cleveland. Lewis was inducted into the Ohio Women's Hall of Fame in Columbus in 1996, but she was not done with her outreach. In 2002, she favored the school voucher program in Cleveland with a vision for children having access to better schooling, and this was supported by the United States Supreme Court. In 2004, Lewis was featured in the documentary No Umbrella, Election Day in the City, which highlighted voting issues in Cleveland during the 2004 election. In it, she campaigned for more voting machines so that voters would not have to spend hours in long lines in bad weather. Before her death in 2008, Lewis helped revive League Park, a baseball field that is the former home of the Cleveland Indians and which has hosted notable sporting events, including the 1920 World Series, the Negro League World Series, and games featuring Hall of Fame baseball players, including Cy Young, Babe Ruth, and Bob Feller. Throughout her life, Fannie Lewis was motivated to help others because she too was on welfare and therefore learned the importance of taking care of others around her. This important message is brought to you by WOVU 95.9 FM, Our Voices United, a Burton Bell Car Community Radio Station. Hey Cleveland, you can now listen to one of the hottest radio stations on your phone. Yes, that's right. WOVU 95.9 FM has a new mobile app. And did I mention that it's free? You can download our app in Google Play or in the Apple Store. Just type in WOVU 95.9 FM. Now you don't have to stay in that hot, hot car trying to catch every beat. You can listen to us while you're getting ready for work, while you're making dinner, or while you're winding down after a long day of work. What are you waiting for? Go ahead and download our app right now. And make sure you keep it locked on WOVU 95.9 FM. All right, welcome back to Jumpstart Fridays right here on WOVU 95.9 FM. I'm excited and so excited that I have on my KN95 non-medical nanofiber filtration mask uh, gifted to me by Rabbi Ben Golson. Shout out to Rabbi Ben Golson and the Harvard Community Center if you need supplies. You can reach out to them and also, of course, Burton Bell Carr. You can give them a call, 216-341-1455. You remember the days when we used to have all the numbers memorized in our head before these smartphones that maybe made us dumb? But anyway, if you want to get smart and make that start, that jump, that leap into entrepreneurship, give Jumpstart a phone call. That phone number is 216 363 3400 216-363-3400 for our folks here in Cleveland. Also visit them at jumpstartinc.org slash W-O-V-U. That's jumpstartinc.org slash W-O-V-U. So we have in the studio with us Angela Flowers. She is a licensed independent social worker, owner of Making a Difference Consulting and a graduate, uh, an alumnus, an alumna, an alumna, sorry, let me get my Greek together, an alumna of the uh, Core City Impact Program uh, brought to you by Jumpstart. So she's going to tell us about 
her experience in the program and her entrepreneurial journey and what is making a difference consulting also on the line we have chris smith he is a senior deal flow manager at jumpstart he's one of those master hooker uppers i'll be talking about y'all so when you give a call to jumpstart and you want to tell them i'm ready to make that jump he is one of the voices and the faces that you'll encounter digitally or telephonically as we stay safe through the COVID-19 pandemic. But let's go ahead and jump into your entrepreneurial journey, Miss Angela Flowers. Uh, talk about making a difference, consulting what it is and, you know, your experience as you were able to access resources. Like you said, um, you were able to redefine your business and scale it up. So, yeah, tell us all about it, Miss Angela Flowers. Definitely. So, making a difference consulting. We have been in business for 14 years. All so, right. yeah. uh, congratulations. Yes. Thank That's you. That's a good Thank chunk you. of time. 14 years. Ooh, 14 years. And I'm moving into my um, 11th year of full-time entrepreneurship. Okay. So when we first initially started, um, I was still working and building up um, connections, networking. And then I finally took that leap of faith in 2010. And so making a difference consulting, we are a premier youth-based entrepreneurship and um, mental health consulting firm and what we provide is wait 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 you say youth based youth entrepreneurship based. mental health yes and consulting firm yes wow so what we do is we have signature programs that we provide in making a difference. So not only are we focused on the mental health of our children and our youth and our families, but yeah. we also are focused on providing gender specific support groups for them. Okay. But also we have Youth Biz Academy, which um, is a program that we started to help young people start their own businesses. So it's an entrepreneurial um, program. So our key signature programs with making a difference is the Divas program, which you mentioned earlier, which is an acronym for demonstrating inner value, acceptance and self-worth. It's one of our key programs that we are so proud of. We were able to develop a curriculum that is used within our program Thank you to the Visible Voice Fund for helping to fund that initiative. And that's part of Jumpstart. And what we were able to do was have funding to develop this curriculum to train additional facilitators on using the model in the curriculum, but also impact more girls with this curriculum. Mm -hmm. And it's a strength based curriculum which focuses on self-esteem, wellness, setting goals, but also coping skills and resiliency skills for our young ladies. That sounds like social emotional learning. It is all based on social and emotional learning, which is evidence based. And we found with using SEL that our young people, regardless of if they suffer with mental health issues or not, they all need coping skills. Yeah. All yeah. of them need coping skills. So we're focusing on decision making. We're we're focusing on um, building relationships, having great communication skills, but just also them looking at themselves and being self-aware of their emotions, their feelings, but also their self-confidence and self-esteem. Mm, amazing. And uh, you also have the boys to men. Yes. And so that's the counterpart of our Divas program. Mm -hmm. And so we strategically focus on masculinity with our young men. We focus on um, them being able to express themselves because what we found is a lot of our our boys that have come into programming are all taught the be a man box okay. where they're not expressing themselves. They're not letting out those feelings. They're told not to cry and things like that, which are not 
good healthy coping skills in itself because yeah. as they grow up into young adults then they're not able to express themselves wholly mm-hmm. so in the boys to men program we focus a lot on building their self-confidence talking to them about their self-esteem looking at what their goals are using smart goals but also just about building themselves from the inside out. We do that a lot with our young ladies, but as a culture in the black community, we do not do that with our young boys, with having them focus a lot on who I am and my emotions and feelings because it's viewed a certain type of way. So within a boys to men curriculum, we make sure that our our male facilitators are able to actually um, talk to them. Mm -hmm. We use all type of data-driven resources in our curriculum uses social and emotional learning to make sure that this evidence-based strategy is something that can be replicated yeah absolutely so uh let's talk about amazing yeah (laughs) go ahead uh chris i i I, I love angela i mean (laughs) i just i every time i hear her talk about her programming and everything that she is doing uh you know it it inspires me Uh, i mean i just think she's an amazing entrepreneur an amazing woman a uh, woman of vision, uh, and she's executing it and validating it every single day. So, uh, you know, I'm just just so happy for you. And and if you need a volunteer, you know, to help out with the boys and men, I, I got your back. Thank you, Chris. I definitely do. We can always use volunteers, guest speakers, even if it's remote. It's something that um, we definitely always are welcoming within the program. Yeah, yeah. Cool. And um, tell us where we can find uh, making a difference consulting so just like you said tc it's making a difference consulting.com we are located in the euclid area right now um 278th and euclid avenue is where our office is located but we are upgrading okay. so we will be moving still in the same building into a larger location um within the building so we have expanded making a difference consulting and we will be now on the top floor of oh, our building okay. so <laughs> the penthouse thank you the, we have the penthouse view so that we can um service more students and so um right now with them making a difference we're operating an academic learning pod and that was driven by the need of the pandemic but also we found that a lot of our our kids were not um focusing online when they were doing um, mm-hmm. their education at home. But then we also saw that there was a connection between the lack of in-person um, interactions that they were having. We were seeing more youth that had more anxiety, more depression. Mm-hmm. And so we um, were able to open up an academic learning pod thanks to um, support from the community, from MyCom, Cleveland Foundation, and mm-hmm. um other resources and now we have students that actually come in person monday through thursday to our office space Mm -hmm. they are given um tools to log in they bring their own technology devices and they log into into their school but then the key and unique thing about it is every day they get boys to men and divas social emotional learning Uh so they're getting these in-person programs that are our signature programs and so we've seen growth academically but then their parents are talking about their behaviors and how um, they see a difference at home with their decision making and how they talk and their self-confidence yeah and that's so crucial you know where we have all this distance learning kids are out of their social comfort zones or they they don't have that social foundation to rely on right especially when things are chaotic at home could be and so school was the outlet and now they don't have that they don't have their friend groups um as easily accessible so um and then with suicide rates 
you know, yeah. during amongst teenagers and preteens having gone up and just the mental health issues that have um, either popped up or been exacerbated, you know, as we've been physically distanced and, you know, initially quarantined uh, uh, as we have been moving through the pandemic. So what a, a valuable, you know, resource that you have uh, put forth uh, to help the kids, you know, learning distantly, but you've created that learning pile where they can get that social, emotional learning and support. It's really just about support and, um, you know, have creating that safe space, that quote unquote safe space, you know, that's and, a buzzword. And of you know what? It really is a safe space, but that support is so key. We know that when our young people are not um, emotionally well and when they don't feel good or they're experiencing some mental health issues due to yeah. COVID, due to um, other issues that they may have already had, mm-hmm. you can't learn if you, you're not emotionally well. And so what we found is that when you have strategies and you have systems and programming in place to help them to identify those feelings and emotions and to be able to then get support and learn some coping skills, then they're able to tap into the academics. And so it goes hand in hand. Yeah. Wow. 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 Angela Flowers, you are blowing us away with the great work that you do uh, with making a difference consulting yes making a difference consulting and again we can find you at did you say making a difference consulting.com that's exactly what it is okay. making a difference consulting. okay with the domain com. name yes <laughs> making a difference consulting.com get in touch with angela uh and what's the phone number it's 216-394-3012 awesome awesome so we will be back after this quick break chris smith is also on the line with us. He is a senior deal flow manager over at. <coughs> Excuse me, jumpstart. Oh, you good? Yeah. <coughs> Woo! I'm excited. So let's take a break. I'll get a drink of water. We'll be right back. WOVU 95.9 FM. It's Chanel Angelique, the owner of the Bredo Beauty Salon. Hi, this is Ashley Grayson, author of I Could Have Been Her. Hi, my name is Anakwesi, an artist from Ghana. Yo, this your boy OG Sassy. We down here at WOVU 95.9 FM, and it's going down, baby. The Alcohol and Drug Addiction and Mental Health Services Board, also known as the Adams Board of Cuyahoga County, wants everyone to stay safe. If the stress of the pandemic is overwhelming, help is available. Call the 24-hour crisis hotline at 216-623-6888. That's 216-623-6888. If you are using drugs, remember all drugs may contain the highly addictive substance fentanyl. Please test your drugs and never use drugs alone. Carry Narcan in case you are witness to an overdose and call the 24-hour crisis and referral hotline when you are ready for help. It's 216 216- 
216-623-6888. Again, it's 216-623-6888. This message is brought to you by the Adams Board of Cuyahoga County and WOVU 95.9 FM, Burton Bell Car Community Radio. WOVU 95.9 FM, Our Voices United, a Burton Bell Car community radio station, joins Strengthening Our Students in its annual fundraiser, Soup for the Soul, which is a culinary event for the community to sample wonderfully prepared soups from Angie Soul Cafe, Popeyes, Beckham's B&M Barbecue, Booker's Soul Food, and many more. This eighth annual fundraiser will be hosted by Fox 8 News anchor Wayne Dawson, kicking it with Kenny, Kenny Crumpton, broadcasting live from the studios of WOVU 95.9 FM with a host of great celebrities. Join us on Saturday, February 27th from 2 o'clock to 3.30 for a cooking demonstration with Chef Eric Wells of Sky LaRue's Culinary Services. This year's event will be a drive-in fundraiser in which guests can pick up their soups from the headquarters of WOVU at 7201 Kinsman Road in Cleveland. That again is 7201 Kinsman Road. Don't miss out of the artistic video presentation, How COVID-19 Impacted My Life, by the students of Strengthening Our Students. You can find more information and register for the live broadcast at strengtheningourstudents.com. That again is strengtheningourstudents.com, where you can also take part in a silent auction. If you have any questions, please contact Deethra Williams at 216-321-0911. That again is 216-321-0911. This eighth annual Soup for the Soul is brought to you by Strengthening Our Students and WOVU 95.9 FM, Our Voices United, a Burton Bell Car Community Radio Station. Don't miss out. All right, welcome back. You are listening to Jumpstart Friday on WOVU 95.9 FM. I am your host, T.C. Lewis. In the studio with me is Angela Flower. She is the owner, the CEO, the head honcho, the main fairy dust sprinkler, the main fairy at uh, Making a Difference Consulting. She's also an alumna of the Core City Cleveland Impact Program uh, put on by Jumpstart, brought to you by Jumpstart. Also on the line with us uh, is Chris Smith. Uh, sorry about that, Chris. Senior Deal Flow Manager with Jumpstart. As you walk through the virtual or telephonic doors these days of Jumpstart, he will be one of those faces, those voices that you will see, you will meet. He will get you all hooked up and pointed in the right direction as he takes in all your info and customizes you know, a, a program, a journey for you to, you know, either get started with your business or to uh, upscale, to expand. Uh, what is the other word Miss Flowers used? I forgot, but upgrade, basically. Love. Scale up and upgrade. Yes, thank scale you so up. much. Yep, scale yes, absolutely. <laughs> so, Angela, um, you were talking during the break, you know, about your experience with the your the, your cohort. You said you didn't win. You didn't win, but that set you up for an opportunity that you probably weren't even expecting. It was a blessing in disguise because what it did was it allowed me to tap into the additional resources that were available and to just expand that way. And so I think that things happen for a reason. And um, I'm telling you, Mm -hmm. 
Core City program was one of the best things that has happened for making a difference consulting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, Chris, talk a little bit about, because when we say Angela didn't win, we mean she didn't win, like, the pitch competition, right? The way you get the $10,000. I didn't win yeah, the 10000 yeah. but you know what? I won more yeah, than that. more than that. Yes. All right. Yeah, Chris, tell us a little bit about yeah. that prize. Yeah, so uh, there will be a certain number of participants uh, that will be selected in the program. And uh, it's typically been five uh, consistently. Uh, that may change in the future. We'll see. Uh, but uh, they all compete for a $10,000 prize at the end. And so during the process, you know, when you're going through the program and, and you're learning about these various aspects of your business, uh, you're, you're really also developing a, a pitch uh, that can be delivered at the end. And you work with our advisors on practicing on that pitch, uh, this, the, the organization, the structure of it, parts that you want to make sure that you really emphasize. Um, and then you're, you're trying to win $10,000 for your business. And like Angela said, although, you know, she didn't win. I mean, there's going to be one person that wins in $10,000 and then the subsequent prizes are, are associated with it. Uh, at the end, you're, you're connected to a network. There's, there's so much that you get out of the program that's not necessarily monetary, but the connections you make, the fact that you're, you're working uh, in a space with other entrepreneurs that are trying to grow and, 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 and advance their business just like you. Uh, you're getting the time to work on the business instead of working for the business consistently, right? Now you got to dedicate a certain period of time on those Fridays to working on your business, learning and, and figuring out areas that you can improve and position yourself for that growth in the future. Um, and then, you know, not to mention all the connections that you make, uh, you know, with other resources in the ecosystem that can set you up for success as well. So Angela, while she didn't win that competition, she is a great example. She is a perfect example of an entrepreneur who knew her business knew the assistance that she needed and knew where to go to get that help. And she, she, she really took it all in. There was not a stone that was, that wasn't unturned. Right. And there wasn't a corner. She didn't go, uh, you know, around to look and see, you know, what, what's advantageous for me over here that I can help and leverage. And, uh, you know, she stuck with us all this way. We stuck with her, uh, through, you know, the things that she's working on and she has just been amazing and, you know, she's a good example of what a little bit of, uh, you know, dedication sprinkled over someone really does look like and, and is at the end of the day. And then every time you say sprinkle, I think of E-40 song, Sprinkle Me, just to throw that in there. Sprinkle so. me, sprinkle me. Oh, I'm <laughs> not yeah, hip, but I will get Back there. in the 90s. Definitely. <laughs> sprinkle me. I like that. I have to sprinkle. incorporate that into the playlist. You know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, the Core City Impact Program, yeah, it helps you build up a lot of skills, uh, um, you know, uh, in improving your business, moving it forward, understanding your customers, you know, sales funnels, marketing, um, financials, projections, uh, learning new vocabulary and putting it into action. Um, Chris, tell us, though, there is a, a program that uh, is like at the starter level below because the impact program is more so for people who are already engaged. Their train is running, but they want to make it faster or bigger. So talk about, you know, the program that Jumpstart has for those who are who have an idea or maybe they started a little bit. They don't know where they're going. You know, um, tell us about that one. Yeah, so you know, there's there, there are multiple 
programs Jumpstart has. One one program is the Blueprint, and that's like, you know, really early. Like, you know, you have just the idea on the napkin, and you're trying to figure things out, like, what do I need to really focus on? Uh, and the Blueprint program, it's ran by Gabrielle Warshade. It's a, it's a really good program to help entrepreneurs that are very early, they're pre-revenue. Uh, maybe they have some revenue and they're validating their business model and everything, but there's a lot of things that need to be worked out. There's some steps that need to be revisited and, and uh, you know, ordered and, and helping the entrepreneur to get on the right track. Uh, so we have those programs. There's new programming that's going to be coming online for uh, tech companies uh, that's being developed by uh, someone that you know as well, Ron Stubblefield. It's called Build Your MVP. I, I'm not going to talk too much about that. I don't mm-hmm. want to steal his thunder. That's for him to really go ahead and discuss and and and, and talk in more detail about. But that's going to be a unique program that's going to come online uh, for a lot of our tech uh, entrepreneurs. And then, um, you know, we also have additional programming called Launch Your MVP, uh, which is going into uh, another cohort uh, soon. Uh, that is focused on tech and supporting entrepreneurs who are ready to really get in the game. But those early stage programs, they're critical. They're, they're important, mm-hmm. right? Uh, they, they really help you identify, one, importantly, do you have something that's good here, right? Because we don't want you wasting your time or your creative talents on something that may not necessarily be a real business opportunity for you, right? Uh, and that's very important. Uh, I've seen entrepreneurs spend thousands of dollars on something that's really going nowhere, and they really needed someone to advise them and tell them, let go. You know, just just let it go. But if there's an opportunity there, uh, you know, we're we're with you almost every step of the way, helping you, guiding you, providing you resources, getting you connected to programs that are run by us or programs that are in the ecosystem that will be helpful. Uh, there are other individuals that are unique and talented to deliver that, and and we're we're a great uh, resource, a hub, a place to go to to find out all that information and how we can get you connected. So, Angela, you uh, coach our youth you know through their entrepreneurial journeys um and you know you incorporate you know mental health uh components um social emotional learning as we touched on earlier um it's also black history month yes okay um there's a lot of misconceptions and myths around mental health uh in the black community people are hesitant i think a lot less so these days as you know um uh mental health is spoken about more and more um more light is shed on it and more openness um has been brought forth in terms of uh taking care of ourselves self-care you know we've been eased into it with these again buzzwords self-care and self-love and wellness and the salts and the candles and the crystals and all of that so um um, you know, uh, <laughs> which I, I love. I mean, I'll be honest with you. I love all of it. And it, it, for me, you know, it, it's a grounding, um, you know, thing to um, be in touch with and, yourself and, and your needs. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Valentine's Day is coming up too as well. Uh, um, so, yeah. Um, what are some um, misconceptions, you know, as, that you have found that you work with people, worked people through in your work um, that kind of keep us from getting in touch with ourselves and really being able to take care of ourselves on the deepest level. Because at the end of the, the end of the day, we go home and we sit with ourselves. We don't sit with the counselor. We don't sit with the doctor. Exactly. Um, we don't sit with the teacher or the minister or whoever. It's us. So, um, yeah, talk a little bit about that. 
So um, as a therapist, one of the things that we make sure that we try to support uh, within making a difference consulting, but just for mental health in general, especially in the black community, is supporting resiliency, Mm -hmm. the ability to bounce back through stressors, through barriers that a person has, mental well-being, but also healing. Mm -hmm. And that's something that's key is you have to deal with things in order to heal from them. And so one of the one of the misconceptions um, that I have found in the black community is that blacks don't see therapists. That's not a black type of thing mm-hmm. is to seek out counseling, mm-hmm. but also there isn't a need in the black community for counseling. Mm-hmm. And so one of that's a misconception, first of all, right. because when you look at statistics, you look at data, one in every four persons has some type of diagnosable mental health issue. issue. They not necessarily th- an illness. And and, and that's the misconception. So within the black community, when someone says they're seeking out counseling or they're talking about having a therapist, a lot of times then the word that's associated with that is mm-hmm. crazy. That's right. That's what I, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, and right. Just, you're automatically right. crazy. But think about it. What's, yep. what, is consi- what can be considered crazy is knowing that you're not feeling well. Mm-hmm. You know that you are feeling down or you're having some types of thoughts that, you can work through because most mental health issues are treatable. They are treatable. And so what happens is when we feel as if that stigma of being labeled as crazy prevents us from actually having access to treatment or going to find out what is going on with me, gaining those coping skills, Mm -hmm. the craziness is not seeking out help. Yeah. Because then the downward spiral of not seeking out help can lead to additional mental health issues mm-hmm. that could have been prevented. Mm-hmm. And so um, just my message to our community, especially during Black History Month, when we're dealing with different types of um, racial trauma already, we are dealing with um, just images and media that portrays us in a certain type of light that's mm-hmm. stereotypical. Mm-hmm. We need to look at ourselves be able to seek out the support that we need and know that you are not a victim or you are not confined to a therapist that may not connect with you. Right. You have the right. ability to change and find a fit right. and find someone that fits you. But a lot of times what happens is if someone has had therapy in the past and it did not work for them right. and it could have been the the match was not a good fit. Right. It could have been that they were not taking the suggestions and open to right. doing the work or it could have been that the work that they needed to do was too painful that they didn't want to go through that experience Mm -hmm. and so when you look at all of those barriers and all of those parameters and everything that's just around that just knowing that it's okay to not be okay yeah it's okay to seek out help it doesn't matter if your family doesn't understand if you feel like you're going to be ridiculed it's not a form of weakness to seek out therapy services Mm -hmm. and some of those misconceptions are out there in the community but these things are treatable. There are things that are treatable. Um, we should not normalize trauma. It should not be normalized mm-hmm. to the way that it is mm-hmm. so that a lot of times what happens in the black community, if someone is being treated, they may be misdiagnosed, okay. meaning that they're being treated for something that isn't exactly what's going on with them. They may have been exposed to different forms of trauma and are exhibiting certain signs and symptoms that mirror a different type of mental health issue. But instead of them actually diving deeper into it, they're not. And so I would just caution a lot of people to just make sure that you're understanding what your counselor therapist is saying. Had them break it down. 
break it down. Tell me exactly what are we treat, what are we doing? What are my goals? And allowing you as the client to come in with goals that you have set, allowing the professional to do their job and to actually help you identify some goals to work on. And then you're marrying that relationship because you two are working hand in hand because the goal is, especially for me as a mental health therapist, I don't want to have clients forever. Mm -hmm. I want you to put me out of business. And Mm -hmm. I know that's not a good thing when you're an entrepreneur saying put me out of business. But I know that the more people that I'm able to help that don't need my services anymore, the healthier our community becomes. Right. And because Mm -hmm. that's part of your mission, you're going to be buku in the books. You know what I'm saying? Like the money will come. So you don't even have to worry about that when your true intention is to really help people and to help um, humanity, especially when it when it comes to taking care of our ourselves on the inside. There is so much that you said. I have a million questions, not a million, but probably about 10. But we don't have that much time. Um, um, talk about. OK, so two, though, that I want to make sure we touch on, you know, uh, sometimes we are ready to seek um, mental health assistance, treatment, therapy. Um, but we think that it's going to cost too much. And the second thing I want to make sure we talk about is normalizing trauma. Okay, so first talk about, you know, how how do mental health services get paid for? So um, a lot of times when people have health care insurance, your insurance covers mental health services. So if you have a Medicaid provider or you have private insurance, it's a matter of calling that number on the back, that 800 number, and asking about your services. And most times people don't realize that they have the mental health or it's considered mental health or behavioral health. So it's two words that the insurance company will use. Mm -hmm. And so when you call, you can ask and say, how many sessions am I allotted in one calendar year? And is there a difference between in-network providers and out-of-network providers? So if you have an in-network provider, they are already contracted with that insurance company. So your services, if you have a copay, you pay that copay, and then you're able to get those services. Mm -hmm. If you use an out-of-network provider, it means they're not contracted with the insurance, so the pay may be different. So it may require you to contribute some dollars to that service. However, a lot of times mental health, behavioral health, or your employer has an ease program or an EAT program, an employee assistance program that will provide so many services for mental health. So it may be that I don't need to do therapy for six months. I just may need someone to touch base with me three times. And so you can access those employee Mm -hmm. benefits to be able to see an approved provider. You want to make sure when you are looking for a mental health provider that you are finding someone that is licensed in the state of Ohio, you can look them up to make sure that they have a valid license and they're not just coaching. There's a difference between therapy and coaching. And so you want to have a therapist that is a licensed professional because they have the, they have the background, the educational background, but the experience and the knowledge to be able to help guide you through the process. Mm -hmm. And also the mark of a good uh, professional is that if they don't know they will tell you and they will refer you to someone who is better skilled at helping you with whatever the issue is. And that is true because we cannot specialize and be the guru of everything in mental health. So you have some providers that only specialize in grief. You have some providers that specialize in behavioral issues for youth. Mm -hmm. You have some providers that specialize in certain things, but we're trained. 
generally in everything, but you want to just depending on what you're dealing with, you may want to find a specialist in that particular area, but you want to make sure you have somebody that is licensed. Mm -hmm. You you have someone that can accept the insurance you have, but also if there are people that do not have insurance, most therapists have a sliding fee scale Mm -hmm. to make it affordable because we never want to turn someone away that is experiencing some type of mental health issue. Mm -hmm. And so that's something ethically we're bound to. Mm -hmm. And so even if payment is not there and you have started services with this client, you continue with them. That's what a good therapist does. But ethically, that's what you are supposed to do as an oath because you never want to send someone back into the community worse off than when they came to see you yeah 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 absolutely thank you for that and i also want to um you know make clear that and tell me if i'm wrong um the the relationship you have with a therapist is just like any relationship a romantic relationship a friend relationship it may not work out and that's okay it's okay and you can move on it's okay to say stop I'm going to move on. I'm going to try and find somebody else who's a better fit. And it's okay, too, as a therapist to say this is not a good fit. Mm-hmm. Oh, as the therapist as well. Oh, yeah. yeah. You can say as a therapist, um, and and it's okay. It doesn't have anything to do with your professionalism. It doesn't have anything to do with your skill set or your style. It just may not be a good fit, and mm-hmm. that's okay. And so normally when that happens, you refer that particular client and you give them a list of additional therapists that you know within the network and that you just personally may know that may be a good fit for Mm -hmm. them in Mm -hmm. their situation. Yeah, It doesn't mean that the therapy failed or anything. It just wasn't a good fit. And that's okay. You Mm -hmm. don't have to force it. Yeah. Okay. So just we have a few minutes. So I want to talk about normalizing trauma. Um, You work with the youth, right? And there is a lot going on and there's a lot of access to information videos in particular my son brought up to me um yesterday a story about a a young girl who was handcuffed and pepper sprayed in her face by the police in the Mm. back of the police car she was having a mental health episode the nine-year-old yeah and you know i told him because we've had a conversation on wovu um a panel conversation where we talked about you know, that's a that's a way, you know, watching all of these videos, including George Floyd, which it took me it took me about a couple of months to watch that because I just, you know, I still haven't watched 13th on Netflix because I just it's hard. So that stuff is so triggering. And so with our kids having all the access directly, we can't it's not, we cannot block them from it unless we just take away their computers, their phones and just cut them off from the world. Um, how do you deal with that when your youth that you work with? are constantly seeing these images, these videos, hearing these words. Stop, please, help, mama. Just what you said though, making sure that they are, they're not connected consistently to those messages because what we feed into our brain becomes a piece and a part of us and it becomes normalized to see um, someone getting shot on different pages that you see on the internet being mm-hmm. so, one thing that we need to note is that trauma is real, whether it's perceived trauma or whether it's something that really occurred to that person. And everybody experiences trauma differently. And so even though it may not have directly impacted the person or happened to them, they can still have secondary trauma. And what we have found is that more and more people have post-traumatic stress disorder, just like war veterans, And it's mirroring that from these images, from watching these things, from things they're exposed to in the neighborhood, things that they're they may be exposed to within the home. And so 
people experience trauma different, but the more resiliency skills you have, the more social support and network you have, and the more outlets that you have, that's a way for you to actually overcome some of those signs. So one thing that I can say is watching the, the amount of TV, the amount of news, the amount of social media pages and things that your child has access to is going to be key. Um, making sure that um, what they're listening to is some positive messages and then their self-talk, what they say to themselves, what they speak out of their mm. mouths, what they think is so important to having a healthy mindset. Mm -hmm. And so things that are traumatic happen. This is, you know, the society that we live in. People are going to be exposed to trauma. Um, I wish it was a way where our youth did not have to experience some of the things that they do experience in certain communities because it does affect them and it does change their outlook. And sometimes it can make them feel hopeless, but access, making sure that they are not just constantly bombarded. So I always tell parents, make sure your child is not um, subscribed to certain media pages mm -hmm. that that's all they post is trauma things, mm -hmm. because the more and more you watch it, it does change your mindset it can make you spiral and start to feel down because mm -hmm. you're constantly looking at negative images or hearing negative stories and things like that so just making sure that parents monitor that but then also too um, making sure we are not connected all the time mm -hmm. doing things outside um, getting more yeah. exposure in the community taking some walks um, journaling yeah. um, practicing some self-care techniques the buzzword yeah. but self-care shouldn't be something that's scheduled it's something that you do yeah. every day it yeah. should be something you do for you daily to feel practice. good daily yeah. practices so some meditation some deep breathing techniques um reading things that are positive making sure that they have mirror messages and they are writing down positive statements about themselves speaking into existence what they yeah. want to attract to themselves are all healthy coping skills and ways that they can not normalize just some of that negative stuff mm -hmm. that's out there. I love therapists. I love counselors. <laughs> I love Angela Flowers. I love her fairy dust. I love Chris. Thank y'all so much for uh, making this another fabulous Jumpstart Friday. Uh, Angela Flowers, she is a licensed Absolutely. independent social worker, uh, an alumna of the Jumpstart Core City Cleveland Impact Program, and Chris Smith joined us from jumpstart uh senior deal flow manager one of those master hooker uppers they we will point you he will learn who you are and point you in exactly the right directions get you connected to the right people as you uh embark upon your entrepreneurial journey remember you can check out jumpstart and everything they have to offer at jumpstartinc.org slash w-o-v-u you can check out Angela Flowers at Making a Difference Consulting at makingadifferenceconsulting.com. Everybody needs to go out and get that domain name so nobody can uh, question who you are or where you are. Makingadifferenceconsulting.com. Um, shout out to the Divas program, the Boys to Men program, and all the great work that you do. You got to come back and talk about this book, Footprints in the Sky. And, um, yeah, all of the wonderful work. Thank you again, Angela and Chris. Thank you, Vicky and Tasia. Uh, shout out to Ron Stubblefield. That's my guy. All these people are so dope. You got to get in touch with them, whether you have a business or not. Just call them up and make friends. You can call them at Jumpstart216. 
363-3400. Tell them TC sent you. And uh, stay tuned to WOVU 95.9 FM for more conversation, music, and information. We got your back. WOVU 95.9 FM. Have a great day. We make black history daily on WOVU 95.9. Our voices united. A Burton Bell Carr community radio station.